mixtape should be mixed. Everything else in reality is just a compilation. And here's my mixtape. Mixtape should be mixed. Everything else in reality is just a compilation. And here's my mixtape. Mixtape should be mixed. Everything else in reality is just a compilation. And here's my mixtape. Mixtape should be mixed. Everything else in reality is just. Hey you guys, welcome back to Something Like a Mixtape. This is Adrian checking in with you. And I just wanted to say thanks again for joining me. So today we are going to talk about a couple of different things. Um, the first thing that I want to talk about is um, I was talking to my producer the other day and we were just on the phone just, you know, doing what we do, just trying to come up with ideas to... Um, flush out of things to talk about on this new podcast that we came up with. And one of the things that um, we were talking about just randomly was she was on the phone and I was talking to her and she was eating Twizzlers. And I personally do not like Twizzlers. The only time I eat anything that is remotely similar to a Twizzler um, that identifies as a Twizzler is the Starburst Twizzlers because the original Twizzlers, to me, they're just a little too chewy, whereas the Starburst Twizzlers are a little bit less chewy. And I was talking to her about, and I was like, you know, the, the Starburst Twizzlers, my, my dad used to put them in me and my sister's Easter baskets like years ago. And she acted like she had never heard or even recognized what a Starburst Twizzler was. And so we had to look it up just to kind of see when the origin of the Starburst Twizzler was. And she uh, she looked it up and I was right. So around the time when my dad was still making my, me and my sister Easter baskets, we were getting Twizzlers, um, uh, Starburst Twizzlers amongst those Amongst the other things, it might have been like fruit and like peanut butter crackers and stuff like that. Because he always made sure that our Easter baskets had different things in it. And it wasn't so much candy as it was the fruit and the good stuff or the stuff that's good for you, rather. So that's one of the things that we were talking about. And I was just on the phone and I just couldn't believe that she had never heard of a Starburst Twizzler, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, and then we were just randomly talking about what we were going to do for Cinco de Mayo, which happened to be yesterday. And we... At the time, we were on FaceTime discussing this, and she was like, just give me, like, a liquor patch. Like, you know how, like, you have the nicotine patches where people try to stop themselves from smoking? And she was like, I just need an LQ patch for a Cinco de Mayo, which I thought was kind of funny, too. It's just so random how we come up with all this different stuff to kind of, like, just throw in the midst of a conversation when... We could be talking about a thousand other things, but that's just what makes it good as far as, you know, having fun with life because you can talk about different stuff. So one of the things that I definitely want to do is I want you guys to meet my producer, Rochelle. She's been my friend for oh so many years. Um, we were actually in middle school together. We went to high school together. And in part of our college experience, we spent together at University of Delaware. So I've known her for quite a while um, and she was one of the first people I talked to about doing this podcast and she just like kind of fell on board 
with doing it with me. And I was like, oh, hmm, magical wand. You can actually be my producer. So you and I can sit down and talk about different ideas and topics to discuss. Help me come up with different things to put out there just to kind of have fun. Like, again, this this something like a mixtape is just to have fun. Um, I'm not here to necessarily gain anything from it, but just to kind of have that ongoing flow of communication to talk about different things and to hear feedback to receive feedback but then also to bring different guests onto the show and talk to them love asking questions getting answers from people and so she's actually going to be the next person I'm going to talk to on the show um just so you guys can kind of meet meet me and meet her and kind of just see where the collaboration came from um also want to bring into fruition that we actually do have some other guests that will be coming onto the show over the next few weeks even with the pandemic I'll be able to remotely record with the guests which I'm really excited about because we'll be able to um talk to some really very interesting and fun and exciting people that some of you already probably know cuz there's some of my family. So, I plan on bringing on my cousin, um also Rob Smith. He is a local actor and comedian and we're going to definitely be talking about some fun and exciting things as well with him. Um I plan on bringing on my other younger cousin, um Charlie. She is a student at University of Delaware and recently she showed uh myself and a few few of us this uh plant park that she came up with for one of her classes and like she's all about like that green life like save the animals and just free spirit and stuff and I just love love it love 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 it so I definitely want to bring her on as well to talk to her and a few other people um that my listeners at this point you guys know because you know who I am so most of my guests are going to be family that will be channeling in remotely to talk to us about different things and just to be here and have fun. So I definitely cannot wait to sit down and talk with Rochelle. Um again, my producer. I've been friends with her for forever and she's helping me kind of get this something like a mixtape up and rolling, working behind the scenes as much as possible. And so when we get back after this very small break, we are definitely going to focus on meeting my producer. All right, you guys. So we are back in the building. Thank you again. Um, so we are going to start off. I'm going to start off by saying that we have Rochelle in the building, my producer. Hey, I'm in here, y'all. And I just, um, I'm trying to figure out the word for it. I kind of just told her this is what she's going to be because I don't rarely do I ask. I just kind of like tell, That's like so tell, 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 tell. So I am telling my cousin Paige that she is now something like a mixtape ambassador. So she is joining us as well. So we are tag teaming it up tonight. Um, we are definitely living off of the vibes right now <laughs> that are going on. Um, shout out to, uh, Sir Corey for the Havana Club that we all three have partaken of at this time. Um, yeah, I think we're two shots in right now. So we're actually enjoying that. Um, Ro came through with the jerk from mom. And so nice. It's a plug. Are yes. So nice. Authentic Jamaican foods. 165 South DuPont Highway. Make sure y'all check us out. We are on Instagram and Facebook. 
and we're open until six o'clock during this whole COVID bit. Yes, yes, Yay. Tuesday through Saturday. Yep, and we Tuesday start breakfast on, at eight o'clock on Saturday. There it is. Hi. So we are definitely doing it up right now. We are having a good time. We are having really good conversation. And I said, you guys, it, ding, ding, ding. It's time to kind of log in because people are waiting for more. We've had a lot of people liking and favoriting the podcast since the last time we posted anything. And now we are back and we are ready to rock and roll. Um, so just kind of pick up where I left off. So we wanted to definitely, um, like I said, Paige is joining us and you guys got a chance to meet her um, on the first episode. And today we're kind of mixing and mingling it with myself and my producer, Rochelle, um, and just kind of introducing you guys to her. And we just kind of wanted to start off with what made you get on board with this whole podcast thing? Because you know me, like I just said, I don't really ask. I kind of just tell. But what made you kind of jump on board with, with doing the podcast with so, me? So let me first off by saying that me and Adrian have been friends for over 20 years. I met her my seventh grade year at a, a middle school that will not be named. Facts. We can't drop that one. But I've known her since seventh grade. And literally, she was the first person that I spoke to in seventh grade. And ever since then, we just hit the ground running. And we have... Um, formed a sisterhood with one another she is no longer just my best friend she is my sister and um like she said she did she she was like what do you what do you think about a podcast and I said um okay let me think about that and then a few days later she was like okay well we're going to start recording yeah um, we're going to yeah. talk about this and then we're going to use this platform and I need you to be on with this meeting with me and I said okay all right. Yeah. <laughs> that was that. Yeah, and that is crazy because that's definitely how it kind of all went down. Um, it's kind of funny because initially this started from, um, without going into too much detail, it started from I'm actually in school for my master's in school counseling. And so I kind of was doing, and my one particular class was geared towards individual counseling. And, you know, we were told to ask, you know, a student or someone in your life that you could kind of talk to, get some insight on, and kind of serve as that counselor person. And um, Rochelle just happened to be that person. And so initially just having conversation with her and having our one-on-one -on -one sessions, it kind of just came from also her just saying, you know what, A, like you kind of on to something. And so when I thought of the podcast, I wasn't like, okay, we're here to do the podcast to kind of talk about, you know, our personal feelings, right. quote unquote. It was more so because I love music. I know a lot of people around me that are in the circle kind of love music. And then just kind of, again, mixing that with what happens in our life. Um, and so the collaboration definitely started or stemmed from that, I should say. Yeah. Um, and ever since then, we've been kind of just feeding off of each other as far as different ideas um, and definitely what we're going to do um, going forward as this podca podcast develops. Um, we've definitely had a lot of favorites recently and people are just kind of like looking for that next episode. So I was like, well, here we are. Episode two called The Collaboration. And it's kind of just how we kind of got things rocking and rolling um, with an opportunity to kind of see what I'm doing behind the scenes as far as the whole school counseling master's program. 
Um, and I'm actually still taking classes right now as we speak while I'm doing this and while I'm working remotely from home. So, you know, we're just kind of holding everything down. I think everybody kind of is doing their own thing. Like I know Paige, she's kind of doing her classes as well online for her schooling right now for cosmetology and, you know, you know, Ro is still working. Like she's in, you know, the field, like she's feeding the essential workers. That's how we kind of look at it. You know what I mean? Like she's definitely doing the thing, um, working with her mom and her aunties at the restaurant. So definitely please check them out. The best G-making Jamaican food, I'm telling you, around. Like, if you have not gone yet, you have definitely got to check them out. If you're not really familiar with, you know, addresses, which is kind of funny because in our group chat yesterday, um, a little TikTok came through and it was like, no, 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 don't tell me, make a left here on Madison Street, make a right here on this street. No, I need a landmark. So if you're like me, you need a landmark. So I will definitely tell you it's the little bit of shops before you get to the Walmart on Route 40. And if you, and on 13. And if, no, it's actually Route 40. Okay. It is I actually recording. Yeah, because okay. if you're coming, because it's split. So at the 1340 split, but it's way, be- way before the split. And it's where the palm trees are and the yeah. little the little um, celebration it's a, it's a par- store. The party store, party store yep. right? And you see the palm trees. So you may be to see the palm trees where you see I also nice, but you also see the Jamaican flag. And that's where you pull over and you pull over to that restaurant and you tell them, you go inside and you tell them, Adrian. Sent you from something like a mixtape, and please enjoy yourself. Now I can't front the bill, but (laughs) but if you tell them that I sent you, they will make sure that you get the guaranteed like family hookup as far as extra love because that's what they're all about. The food is definitely amazing. So um, speaking of that, so I just randomly came up with like three questions just to get a little bit familiar with Rochelle because I know she can tend to be a little quiet and she's behind the scenes and again I thank the producer for coming and joining me today because again I've been waiting to uh, record our next episode and I've just been coming up with stuff and talking to different people and just like everything you can imagine every topic that have possibly could could have come up has come up and I'm like yo stop talking we need to record again so here we are so one of the questions I wanted to ask her was um what is your very first memory? Ooh. Take your time. Take your time. It's a good question, right? That's a good question. I know. Because in my head, I was trying to think, what is my very first memory? Like, you really got to, like, dig. Yeah, of course. Because your memory holds a lot. It does. Absolutely. And so I have a lot of pictures of my childhood. Okay. But I don't remember those specific memories, per se. Mm. I think, ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, dang. I really can't remember like anything as a kid, for real, for real. So let me just say this. Okay, go ahead. One of the memories that I can remember specifically, I may have been about nine or ten. Okay. And our family, a Jamaican household, mm-hmm. when we do Thanksgiving, we do it the fuck. Excuse me. We do it. We do it big. <laughs> and you're not going to come in there with your slides on yeah. and jeans on. Everyone got to be dressed in a ball gown. Almost. Okay. Like, it's real formal. And I just distinctly remember all of me and my cousins. It may have been like 12 of us 
standing in height order from tallest to smallest <laughs> and having on this green like vest tailored outfit okay. with the same matching pants <laughs> i remember this quite distinctly because rachel was standing in front of me okay my sister. i just remember and it's like 12 of us just standing in line from height tallest to smallest mm -hmm. and my mom taking a picture of us mm. and then her jumping in it and then my 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 male cousins jumping in it mm -hmm. and then we just having this huge picture in my mom's living room where all of us i might have been like nine or ten years mm. old and just remembering like always how thanksgiving is in my home like always lots of food all that but the most important thing is just all the family that be around mm. so i don't know if i remember my first memory but i remember like a series of thanksgivings where okay. that was the scenario okay and ha that happening at a very young age until i was like in my 20s okay <laughs> like always happening i like yeah so now i'm going to swing it to my right um page what do you think or what can you recall as your very first memory very first memory oh wow um okay so i don't know if i can call it an actual memory but i have <laughs> of course because we're not in a studio we're not we're not in a studio and you know it's one of those things where it's like you know we get interrupted by chance and it just happened to be like by chance but it's all good because again this is what makes the vibe of something like a mixtape so natural so natural yeah okay so natural we are not in a studio we are recording from my phone and guess what you would not even be able to tell by the time i put everything together you would not be able to tell that this is coming from my phone so don't knock it just take it in and just enjoy it so back to you Paige. So, what would you say is your very first memory? All right, so I have like glimpses. Like I was, I must have been really, really young because I can't say like how old I was. But I, I remember being really little, and um, for most of my life, I was like really tall until I was like eleven. And Facts. Then I never grew. Facts. Um, <laughs> so I remember being like a really little girl and like being able to see over top of the sink in mm. the bathroom, <laughs> and I just like thought it was the coolest mm -hmm. thing like oh, yeah. in the world, like. Just being able to look over top of the counter. I mean, I couldn't really reach nothing, but just being able to see. But it's literally like just flashes. Like, I can't mm. tell you if I was two, three, mm. four. I don't know. I just mm -hmm. have like this little memory of these flashes. And then like a distinct memory where I know how old I was. I think I was like five. Maybe four. Mm -hmm. uh, my great-grandfather was alive until I was 12. So he used to... Um, me on rise of the car he's let me drive mm, bless his heart <laughs> bless your heart too and bless bless on these hearts for hearing this on right. i didn't know she was going to say this but it's okay it's okay she is here she is alive and well Amen. and she has made it beyond that point of driving yes. a car when she was not supposed to be behind the wheel and he was a really short like little man so, he like, was I short he, he was short lap. it, it was, was so crazy self. i sit on his lap and hold the wheel, mm -hmm. and he would use do the pedals, and I was there. And we would just, you know, have our our time out together, running the streets, you yeah. know, four year old, eighty something, and we was yeah living our best life. So that's my memory. Yeah, for me, I just remember um, going to 
elementary and middle school and it's funny because we all went the same all went to the same elementary and middle school for the most part and after elementary and middle school like during after the, the school day was over I would go to my aunt's house after school with my cousin Rob and my sister when she got of age to um, join us. And we always used to go to the library, the Wilmington Library, up uh, Rodney Square after school. And I just remember us getting put out of that library so many times, not because of our own doing, but again, because we were with, you know, Mm -hmm. some folk I will not name them, but a lot of them, it was their fault. So mom, dad, again, I'm going to plead my case that it was not our fault that you had to come and pick us up from the steps of the library because they put us out Mm -hmm. after being put out from the library because other people got us in trouble. I mean, like me, Rob, Aaron, Paige. Rochelle, when she would come up there, we were there and we were doing our work. And we quietly, honestly, we were quietly doing quietly. our work. And people messed it up for us. We had a really good thing going. I mean, like, we would go to the library every, every day, day after school Yay. for years. And then it got to the point where, oh, well, you can't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So now we got to catch the dart bus out to my grandmother's house. And I don't even remember this, but I just remember Erin recently, my sister, she was talking about how. The one time we got off the bus and she said a white van was following us. And Lord knows, I do not remember this at all. But she said a white van was following us after we got off the bus. And I, according to her, this is her version of the story. According to her, I told her, don't look back, just keep walking. And I do not, I do not remember. That sounds like Adrian. Though. I do not remember that. But in my head, I'm like, you know what? That does sound like something I would say. Because now that I think about it as an adult, they usually tell you don't run because they will run after you and chase after you. No different than if your dog is coming towards you. If you run, they say the dog thinks that you're playing, so the dog is going to chase you. So I don't know what my sister's talking about. All I know is I was trying to make sure that both of us got safely to my grandmother's house. And, you know, that's what we did. So that's one of my first very first memories um that i can recall at my age and just kind of like bringing it full circle for us because again like i said we all went to elementary and grade school middle school together so you know we kind of did our own thing so um moving on if you could change careers right now what would you do i would be a pharmacist absolutely I did pharmacy tech for over five years and the knowledge that I've retained mm. from doing that job, even today, like just with my parents and them, you know, their health patterns changing and different medications there. If if I could stop everything that I'm doing right now and go to pharmacy school, I would freaking do it mm. without even thinking about it. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Paige, I kind of feel like we touched base on this the last time we spoke, but because um, right now you are an MUA, you are a makeup artist, but if you weren't <laughs> doing that, is there anything else other than makeup and hair? Is there anything else that you would be doing? Yeah, I think I would be... Um, a youth counselor, like a child, like between like five and mm. I think like 18. Okay. Like no adults and just like yeah. ad- children and adolescents. I think because I feel like they really need us. Okay. Yeah. I like that. If I could do it all over again, although I am in school for school counseling. So this time next year, you know, that will be added to my repertoire of there things that I 
that I am um, more than capable of doing. But I think I would definitely add being a DJ. Like, I definitely, you know what I mean? As I kind of, yeah, as I kind of, like, um, mix and mingle. And as we continue with this podcast, like, I'm like, you know what? Hey, you probably could have, you know, did the damn thing. You know what I mean? If you just kind of, like, grabbed it by the kahunas and just said, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. But it's all good. And that's why what makes having this kind of uh, platform so wonderful because you can still kind of be what you want to be in at least for me as far as wanting to be a dj at one point and having this podcast i'm still able to do that i'm still able to talk communicate to different people across different um different playing fields play a little bit of music talk about music talk to different people and just kind of do this do what i'll do what i enjoy doing um while while on here so the last question that i came up with is what superpower do you wish you had now Paige, i'm gonna let you go first because yes, you please you 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 must have thought about this before oh my gosh this is so funny like i used to say this all the time like all i want to do is be able to fly like, if I could fly, oh. like, I fly. Oh. If I could fly, I'd be like the greatest person ever. Like, mm. I just want to be able to fly. Like, you know, like you just want to be somewhere. Like, right now. Like, yeah. you can just like go outside and be like, I'm out of here, and just like take off. You ain't gotta drive. You don't gotta send in traffic. <laughs> you can just like worry about the birds. Like, you can just worry about the birds. Like, yeah. I like that. That's it. Like, I, I like just want to be able to fly. I like that. Okay, Rochelle, I gave you a couple seconds. Oh, shoot. I got to give you a couple um, seconds. You know what? I have a, a really tough time reading people. Mm. So I would do something with the mind. Something mm. that would either allow me to know what people are thinking or be able to be better perceptive to what people, mm. <laughs> what signals or people are giving. Okay. I think some something along those lines... Um, and if I could lose weight really fast, that would be great. <laughs> like if I could just put it on and just take it off, like that would be great. Would be, I'm so Oh, she's yeah. priceless. Um, I think for me, I think it would, would be the power to, um, mm, I gave you a couple seconds. You should. Yeah, be ready. I know. <laughs> right now. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Mate, see, I'm all over the place. Cause initially I was going to say heal, but I don't know if I want mm. that type of power. I don't. That power. that's a big power so to kind of like about, like physically be able to heal people, mentally and spiritually heal people. Like, what kind of I, healing people would you? I think I would maybe. In my head, I envision like healing physically. Okay. Like, um, like if somebody had like you know cancer, uh, like you know okay. what I mean, like healing them right oh, wow. away. Okay. Or you know something along those lines. But then I was like, ooh, mm-mm, don't touch that, cause like healing power, that's like a different okay. type of power. Yeah. So I kind of retracted a little bit in my head, <laughs> and I was like, you know, if I can't, I might have to jump on lumps flying, right. only because I really do not like heights. But Lord knows, I really want to get on the plane and go some places. And I feel like if I had the power to fly and kind of regulate my speed when I'm flying. And you ain't got to go so high. when I can (laughs) stop and when I can go. And like you said, not go so high and all that kind of stuff. Then I think I would definitely maybe want to jump on that as well. As a power to have. I think that would be definitely something I I would jump on too. So now that we kind of did that um, and just kind of got that out of the way. 
I definitely want to now incorporate a little bit of the mixtape in it. Ficky, ficky. Because, you know, that's what we do here as far as the music and um, how we can collaborate our efforts with that. So recently I did watch, um, and shout out to my homie Dana, because she actually put me onto this, the Erica Badu and Jill Scott versus, um, versus, and she sent me the article from Rolling Stones about that and kind of just looking out for the homie as -hmm. far as um, something I could talk about on the podcast. And I really appreciate that. So shout out to you. And um, I just wanted to get y'all's take before I add my take about this whole Jill Scott versus Erica Badu. These two, you know, neo-soul queens in their own right. Get your glasses and your incense, the sage and everything. everything. You know what I mean? Light a candle. um, Because Jill Scott and Erica Badu are definitely, you know, top top when it comes to neo soul um definitely les femmes um okay. if i might say Amen. so what do y'all have to say about that as far as that battle because i know like right now with this whole quarantine thing everybody's been battling up yeah. so you know jill scott and erica badu recently battled each other and i think erica badu according to rolling stones actually took it as far as the winner but um what do you think rochelle so let me just say that both of these women are amazing, right? Yeah. They're amazing. Musically, they're amazing. But I just want to really quickly, and I'm not from Philly and I don't rep Philly or nothing like that. But Jill Scott <laughs> is a goddess yeah. in my eyes. Yeah. She's an effing goddess. Yeah. And not only on the musical side as far as the music that she puts out herself, but as a producer and a writer. Mm-hmm. Some of the songs that Erica Badu did play were written mm. by Jill Scott. So I just want to put that out there. Mm. Wow. Just so that does that technically mean that they both kind of won this? Yeah, they both yeah. Which is kind of like how it's supposed to be. I mean, especially because they're African-American women. Let's go. You know what I mean? Neo Soul is a very hard genre of to course. press forward in. Like, you really got to have, you know, the voice the lyrics, the, the, the production, sound. Yeah. the sound, like everything has to be on point of course. Um, to even get picked up. Like your, your first single mm-hmm. got to be what it is. Yes. You know what I mean? Lump, what do you think? I mean, I gotta, I have to go with Jill too. Yeah. I have to. Like, I mean, I love Erica, don't get me wrong. Like, I think she's the, the bomb too, but it's something about Jill Scott's voice. Yes. That just is so like captivating. Like mm-hmm. she just kind of like will just take you in and it's mm-hmm. like, yes, girl, mm-hmm. sing it. Like you just every emotion, like it just invokes like so many different emotions. Like you can be happy, sad, in love. I hate you. Like yeah. it's just so yeah. many different things. Um, but I have to say, like, my number one Erica Badu song is yeah. Tyrone. Okay. And you know what's crazy that you say that? It's so funny (laughs) that you say that because you ain't even old enough to know Tyrone and that song. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I wasn't old enough to even know that song and know Tyrone, but I know I was singing it. So it just shows you how far back their musicology of music and their their albums and the force that they've had for so long because if i'm not mistaken and my producer's going to check me on this i Mm. feel like tyrone came out it had to have been maybe late 
90s, early 2000. So she, she's going to double check me on that. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to figure out Jill Scott. Because Jill Scott, I mean, she obviously she played around. She did music for a lot for a long time. And obviously being from Philly, I mean, like, who's not about music so, that yeah. lives in Philly? Like, let's just put it out there. Yeah, that's true. Tyrone. 1997. Okay, I was close. <laughs> I said late 90s, right? Yeah, okay. 1997. Okay, so... Back to what I was telling my cousin, <laughs> she should not have known anything about Tyrone because she was too young. She was too young to know Way anything about young. Tyrone. But it just shows you again how music transcends and how it travels from one to the next. Because although you might have been young when the song first came out, I'm pretty sure when you heard the song, when you were old enough to hear the song and know what the song was, it was probably quite a few years after that song first came out. This the song came out in '97. You probably heard it early 2000, which means the song was still popular yeah. in the early 2000s, to right? That, like, but even like, all right, now it's 2020, right? If you listen to Pandora, like, and you listen to Neo Soul Station, mm-hmm. so Jill Scott, Erica Badu, um, um, Anthony Hamilton, yeah. like anybody yeah. like that, like that song's gonna come on, yeah. like, and when you hear it. Like, now, you know, being an adult listening to the song mm-hmm. and vibing to it, it's like, I actually know what she talking about now. I'm not just, you know, singing You Better Call Tyrone because right. that's what the what the words are singing. <laughs> like, I actually know, no, bro, you better call uh, him. And you better call him right call now. Call Tyrone. Call him. <laughs> you gotta call him up. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> listen, Jill Scott, now, what was her, because I'm, I'm trying to remember... The fir- her first album was titled. No, it was a volume one of 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 a few. After that, and um, we getting ready to check that real quick because I'm like, hold on now, because Call Tyrone or Tyrone, ninety seven. Jill Scott's first album came out in. Uh, Jill Scott's first yes, album. Uh, Baduism in 97 was Erica Badu's okay. first album. Jill okay. Scott's first album was Who Is Jill Scott? Yes. Sounds Volume Yes, one. there it is. That was 2000. Okay. okay. So so Erica actually had a couple years up on Jill yeah. Scott, but I feel like Jill Scott was was playing it low key oh, just because of her the genre of music in Philly years before then. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, Jill Scott definitely, for me, like, like Paige was saying, like her voice, the tempo, uh, I mean, everything, sound. just her sound is just mm-hmm. so naturally vibrant. Um, and she can hit notes too. Ooh. Like she definitely can hit notes. I love Erica. I don't know if she can hit the same notes that Jill can hit. No, her tone is different. The, mm-hmm. the tone is different, yeah, the that for sure, different. for sure. Um, which again kind of reminds me about how life is so different, right? So like how you may view one thing as like this way and I may view it as something else, like it being vibrant um, and soulful, you may not see it at that way. So I know the other day, and then again today, we were kind of talking about social media (laughs) and social media as a platform in many different ways. And so like, I just start jotting down notes and stuff to talk about as we have different conversations. And so one of the things that came up um, a couple days ago, or I think it was actually last week, and then again today was social media, and then three things came out about social media. So most, I was I was told, and I had to be schooled real quick, 
Social media is all about the views, the comments, and the likes. Amen. So I need somebody to break it down for me because in my head, I'm like, okay, I post something and I may post it just because I felt it necessary to post. But you may post something and you want the views, the comments, and the likes. So break it down for me. Like, cause I know like Paige, you use social media as a a strong platform for your makeup and your, and your cosmetology that you do. So break it down for me. Like what, as far as those three, what is your top? Like, what would you prefer more of? Okay. So it's crazy. So everything kind of plays in together. So you want the likes of course, but the engagement is what's important. Mm -hmm. So engagement as far as comments. So and you don't more so just want people to leave like emojis. Like you actually want people yeah. to write things because if somebody gives you an emoji, the most you can do is say thank you or write an emoji back. But if someone actually leaves like a sentence, mm-hmm. like you can respond back. So the more comments and the more conversation you have in your comments mm-hmm. under a particular post is the more... Um, exposure that post will get mm. so all right i'll give you an example i posted a picture today um it has 81 comments mm, so the picture it. has 81 comments and it has 376 likes so the 81 comments is the reason why it got to 376 likes because okay. it continued to pop up at the top of everybody's feed okay. because there's continuous conversation going on mm-hmm. in um in the comment section. Okay. So people are sending it out, people are saving it, like all those different things, like your insights. When you have a, a business page, you can actually see right. that. When you don't have a business page, you can't. Mm-hmm. So and that's a good point to point yeah. out because there's a there's a huge difference between my personal page mm-hmm. and what Paige's business page will mm. look like and what she's looking for versus what I'm looking so, for as someone on social media. So do you have a separate page from your the make the makeup page? No. So you just have one page. Have so one you page. post it all on your one page. So but your one all, page is majority. It's all so on the actual page. So if you go on my page and scroll, the only thing that you will see on my page is business oriented things. So okay. looks at myself, looks at my clients, um, upcoming events I'm having, yeah. stuff like that. Now, in my story, I may post something personal, funny, somebody's birthday, things like that, because they expire in 24 hours. So, therefore, like, your story is something that is constantly revolving, but what is stationary on your page, like, you want it to be geared to what you're trying to attract. Of course. Because if you are posting, like, oh, you post your business one day, you post somebody's birthday the next day, you post... This mm, the next day. So all over the place. You're all over the place. You won't have a consistent following. Mm. So when you're trying, when you have a business page, like you want a consistent following, like we'll use something like a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Like what you're posting on there are things geared to people that are into podcasts, yes. people that are into music, people yeah. that are into life talks and relationships. Like yeah. that's the type of stuff that you want on that page. Because now if it's my birthday and you post it's my birthday, somebody might think I'm cute, so they might follow it. Mm. So you're going to have a variety of different things on your page where people are not going to come to your page because, oh, it's a new episode of the podcast out. Mm-hmm. So you want to have the audience that is coming to your page every day to be consistent and mm-hmm. to be there for mm-hmm. one reason because if not honestly it's sad to say they're stragglers okay like i don't know if you've ever seen like somebody that has like a hundred followers or yeah i'll say 300 followers and all of their pictures or posts on their page have 300 likes mm-hmm. 
that's because the audience that is there is there for that content. They're okay. there for what you're posting. They're not there to see you out with your homegirls. They're not there to see you, you know what I mean, taking shots. They're there for whatever you're doing. So, gotcha. You know. Okay. You just schooled me because now <laughs> I'm like looking at my producer like okay we need to like revamp and do yeah, something yeah let's get these likes up yeah these and get these these likes put this content out there. yeah these likes and these comments and these views yeah. and then okay so after we left that part of the conversation we kind of shifted to you know <laughs> something like a mixtape something like a mixtape <laughs> <laughs> right we definitely switched it up and we started talking about um if you have a page what is your takeaway from you following or not following your significant other and vice versa, okay. right? Okay, so I'm just putting it out there because, again, I put in my description this mixtape, something like a mixtape, that we were going to put it out there. We were going to have those kind of conversations of from time to time. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just putting it out there because me personally, I would feel some kind of way. <laughs> but if if... If I was following you and you weren't following me, but then I was reminded per our conversation that, you know, A, it really is about the views, the comments, and the likes. If I live with you, it really shouldn't matter if Let's you go. follow my page or not. Let's go. So I was like, you know what? You're right. But I just want to get y'all's insight as far as the whole not following each other and following each other because I hadn't looked at it like that up until we had this conversation because I really did take it personally. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm in a relationship and I don't follow my mate and my mate does not follow me. My page is also public. So if there was any content on my page that needed to be addressed or that is looked upon, she has open access to do so. I, I don't, I can't say for certain whether or not her page is public or private because I don't follow her. <laughs> but I'm sure, like everything else in life, if someone saw or, or, or viewed something or liked something that was inappropriate or what they deem inappropriate for my relationship, I would be told about. So to me personally, it just depends on that. On your relationship. Mm-hmm. Let me just say mm-hmm. that. It depends on your relationship. My page is public. She can look at it. He can look at it. They can look at it. It don't make me know. Never mind. Um, and not only is it about you. It's about you as a person. Like, if you got something to hide, your page is going to be private. If you don't want mm. your mate to see it, it's going to be private. And it's private for that reason. Now, now my, I hate to cut you off. Go but ahead. See, my Let's page, my personal page was private and i only put the private setting on it initially because there's a lot of hackers scammers and all those kind of folk and just weird people and i didn't want just anybody following my personal page um, or having access to me in that way thank god Um, for for blocks and uh spam and inappropriateness because i get a lot of fucking spam (laughs) it's all good because my page is public yeah anybody can be like oh we you can get a hundred thousand likes if you follow us yeah and there's crazy stuff like this is going on yeah thank god for blocks yeah Yeah. because other than that that was literally the only reason why i had my page set as private but i never thought about it you know like that you know what i mean where i could actually wow. i mean and again like i guess like i'm not really a social media that's you know so that's, and that's another thing too like i went literally literally i haven't up until like two weeks ago i had not been on my personal instagram page in probably close to a year and a half wow 
Like I literally, the last picture I posted was of me and my daughter and our sneakers were alike. And we were in the picture together with our feet. And that was literally the last picture I took. And I can almost guarantee you, it probably said either, it was either at the end of 2018 or 2019 was the last picture I posted. Other than that, like I literally signed off of Instagram. I deleted the Instagram off of my phone. Like literally, yeah, December 28th, 2018. Yo, wow. my mind is amazing. <laughs> Did I not say close to the end of 2018? That's crazy. Yo, so it's just so crazy how like, and that's not even with me looking at it until Rochelle just showed me. So like literally I went with, went literally over a year and a half of no social, social media. media. And like literally my life from that aspect of it was awesome because I felt like I was just, getting too involved in what people were posting yeah, of course. um and just the following and the likes and ooh, who's that liking this and all of that different kind of stuff that i really didn't have time for when it came down to it yeah so Paige, i know you got i know you got your own take on it so it's funny um me and my boyfriend we do follow each other on instagram <laughs> um, just put that out there for the for the world but um see Social media doesn't mean to me, I feel like, what it means to a lot of other people that Amen. are in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. honestly, my boyfriend posts the most raunchiest content <laughs> on his he Instagram. And I, find it, does, factual. and I find it utterly hilarious. Mm. Like, I think everything is a joke. It is so funny. And I think that's why it doesn't bother me. Now, someone else would be like, oh, my God, like, you don't care? Like, yeah. no, like, I genuinely don't. I probably laughed. He probably showed me the yeah. picture before, before he, he posted, posted it. Yeah, right. And I laughed right. then, so then I went on Instagram and laughed yeah. as well. So it's like, I, I genuinely don't care. Um, And also, too, like, because I'm on Instagram for a certain reason, like, you know, I get irritated. Like, say I'll send him the picture that I'm about to post, and he'd be saying all this, oh, you're beautiful, it's beautiful, all in the text messages, and get on Instagram, and he like it. <laughs> so then I just be sitting there like... That's all you're going to say? That's all you're going to say? <laughs> like, but I got Y'all just 12, see your face. Y'all just see your face. I got 12 hearts <laughs> and eight uh, kissy faces in the group, in the message, but right. you're not going... Like, come on, you know I need that for my engagement, bro. Like, what right, you doing? Right, right. Like, genuinely, Instagram has become, like... It's a business. A business. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you're not going to leave yeah. a comment, it's like, I almost don't want you to like it. Like, Ooh, it is. <laughs> like don't. Yeah. Because, like, you messing up my ratio. Like, come yeah. on. Like, I need people yeah. to see me. Yeah. Repost me or something. Like, I need the people yeah. to come. So, it's so crazy that you say that because now having this podcast, um, me along with my producer, and I'm, I'm actually going to assign, I'm not even going to ask, I'm going to assign Paige <laughs> to it as well. My ambassador. My ambassador. I'm going to assign her as well because um, we definitely want want the listeners the followers for the something like a mixtape podcast because we are talking about real life stuff and we're having a good time doing it and i just really enjoy our time together um as we talk and listen to a thousand and one different scenarios and situations and what do you think what do you think how do i feel like all this different type of stuff and so it's definitely a really been a really good platform thus far um bringing us together um, especially during this quarantine, to actually have different conversa- conversations, excuse me, um, to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Everything. I mean, that's what we've been doing up to this point. So um, with that being said, I'm trying to feel like, is there anything else we need to talk about right now? Because I know we have a lot more shows coming up. There you go. Um, 
like I said, I'll be bringing my, my other cousin Rob on in the next few weeks. He's a local actor and comedian, and we'll be talking to him. Um, Charlie Stewart, um, my other cousin, she'll be coming on as well. We'll be um, talking remotely about some different things. Um, and just again, I'm here to have fun. We're here to have fun. We are having fun. We are turning up. Um, you we gotta are, keep the people what more exactly. Can't tell them on that exactly. <laughs> um, and we are just keeping people engaged. So I really look forward to getting your feedback. Um, I think tonight we actually did really good. I'm excited for you guys to hear this show. Um, and I look forward to you guys hearing some more. So this is A and Rochelle Peace and out, Paige, y'all. and we are yeah. definitely signing off.